I use they, them pronouns, and from small town to big city, my killer instinct always gets me what I want. Hi, I'm Leo. I use he, him pronouns, and Archie saved Jughead in his war dream. That is true. Um, uh, hello, I am Kathy. I use she, them pronouns, and did you know that pigs can spell? Hi, I'm Grace. I use she and they pronouns, and um, I miss when men would go to war and die. <laughs> I miss when men would die in the war. Um, but this is about uh, chapter 80 of Riverdale, titled Purgatorio. And Woo-hoo! Oh, it's Woo! a good episode. This is really good. I like this one. It begins with a dream sequence of Wait, one for a second about the name. Yeah. Oh, Purgatory. I made an insane Twitter thread about this, but basically it's like it's like it's like a reference both to, you know, the concept of purgatory, but specifically Dante's Purgatorio. And it's about striving like purgatory is like striving towards something towards a heaven or a hell. It's an in-between place. And it's like you're floundering, you're lost from who you were. Like it's purgatory in reverse because they've they're going in this transitional period, but they're heading towards their worst selves as opposed to heading towards like their best selves. Purgatory was explained to me as a Jewish person who doesn't believe in the afterlife, like all Jews, um, as the waiting room. Um, and I think like, like I think that's accurate, right? Uh, but it, it's interesting because like seven years of their lives are basically just the waiting room yeah. because it's not Riverdale, so it doesn't count. Purgatory yeah. is actually like a big mountain you climb up and it, you like get tortured a little bit during it. Okay. <laughs> 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 okay. We'll torture you, but it'll like just a little bit. It's supposed to like just a taste. It's it's like if you're if you're a good person but not like a saint, you don't get to go immediately to heaven. When you die, you have to be tormented a little bit to cure the get the impurities out of your soul so you can go to heaven. It was just like you sink it over a little bit. (laughs) I really did think it was just a room that everyone sat in for X amount of years until they were ready. You don't know about the torture mountain version of Purgatory? According to Supernatural, it's where you go when you die and you're a monster. Yeah, Bessie's- And it's where you have your, uh, quote-unquote, pure homoerotic war time with your buddy oh, Benny. Yes, of course. That's like Archie. It's like Archie. Besties, it's so definitely true. purification through some sort of torment. I don't like this Christianity. Yeah, I don't- yeah. So what I Guys- can we interpret Riverdale as being the referenced, the titular purgatory? I, Riverdale I, is the hell because it spends most no. of the ep- episode outside of Riverdale checking in on what they've been up to. Purgatory, including slight constant torment. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, they, she um, is in a. Betty did go into a hole for. for yeah, people. and Veronica's kind unhappily married, and Archie was in the war, and Jughead's struggling. No, I'm yeah, it's like, like, he's in his down bad era. Yeah, I'm pretty thing. sure the implication is their time away from Riverdale is is um uh the purgatory i think catholicism jumped out (laughs) i think their time outside of riverdale is purgatory and riverdale is hell yeah but it's like so it's like purgatory in reverse because they're going back but they're like 
but like Riverdale definitely isn't heaven. So, but the idea of nothing absolute and it all being about internal conflicts and who are you and who can you be that Riverdale represents is also represented by purgatory and not by hell because hell is an absolute. It's mm. definitely bad. We don't know about Riverdale. We don't know if it's evil or good. That's what it makes it a little bit more. It literally is twenty. We start talking about the episode. Can, yeah, can we? It opens on a dream sequence, and everyone who is like, why is Archie fighting a war in a football field is an idiot. Obviously, it's a dream sequence. Fuck you. Yeah, also, uh, they changed the we, aspect ratio. Yes, it's cool. And I was like... I didn't notice that. I only noticed it in the football changing, football, uh, changing rooms. And he's and Reggie's there, and he's giving the- a pep talk. Uh, yeah, Reggie and the other Bulldogs are there, and a coach who is, I think, like, his war superior or whatever is there, and he's like, guys, your mission is to go save your fallen brother, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, they go out there, um, Reggie freaking dies, um, <laughs> in the R.I.P. Dream, dream, dream Reggie. Dead now. Uh, rest in peace, King, and then Archie has to save Jughead. He saves no, Jughead. Uh, Hiram shows up before um, no. Yes, he's. Yes, no, he does. He I know to, from the order of my notes. Just head across the field. Oh, and he's gonna get back to the vixens. Yeah. And then I took my notes turns wrong with the gun. Sorry. Cheryl is through the fire. Oh, yeah, Cheryl yeah. is cheering. And it's like the scene where she's cheering and he's running on the football field and she sees Jason. Yeah. God. Because uh, it all comes together and it's all it all comes back to the beginning, like. This is a circular story in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can we start talking about um, <laughs> Archie waking up in 1940s and also taking the bus from the war to Riverdale? From the war. From the war <laughs> to Riverdale. I think it was a military hospital in the state. Like, yeah. it's, it's like an all quiet on the Western Front where the kid goes away from the French, when he gets shot, he gets taken back to Germany um, to be in the hospital. Yeah, he's, it says it's in Yonkers, New York, but I like to pretend that either the war is going on in Yonkers. <laughs> the war is in Yonkers. <laughs> or California has taken a lot of territory. <laughs> we're going to continue this bit. It's not so yeah, funny. we're going to continue that the lore in okay. Riverdale is that it's a civil war about weed until yeah. the show actively states otherwise. Won't do yeah. I really don't think it's going to. Yeah, I really yeah. do think we'll be able to continue pretending that that is what is going on the whole time. The whole scene. Archie was fighting for weed rights and Reggie died. No, Archie was fighting no, against Archie weed rights and Reggie died. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie did, clearly didn't know what he was fighting for then because Reggie would, if he did, he would be on the other side. Yeah, absolutely. But no one told him what the war is. Hey guys, about. it's the literal war on drugs. <laughs> it's the war on drugs. There's a war on drugs, drugs out there somewhere. I think Nancy Reagan might might be the president in the Riverdale universe. It's never explicitly stated otherwise. But yeah, he is in the hospital, and his um, boss in the army, his army boss is like, you gotta go back home, son. You've been in the army seven years, and you've been injured, and you've, you've served so bravely. You gotta go home. And Archie's like, no, no I don't want to. You. I want to keep but fighting against me. 
<laughs> I want to keep dying for my country. Oh, he's so he hates weed so bad. Uh, Tony but, uh, definitely is just like, you need to smoke some weed and then you'll realize. Then you'll, maybe, maybe you'll stop fighting in the war. Why don't you smoke some weed and maybe you'll stop fighting in the war? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's sent back to go work at the ROTC, but not before saying farewell to his homoerotic war buddy, Jackson. Who, um, who just has a friendly face. I like, he looks like an army guy, which is evil, but like he has, he just seems, he has a nice, he has a friendly face. J-name, similar face. face shape to Jughead. I'm reading way too much into it, but I am looking. J-name. I am yeah. looking. We are two looking. J-name. So true. With two, with two nouns in it. What's uh-huh. going on here then? Jack, son. They um, do like a little handshake. <laughs> I also wrote a note that just says KJ Appa has chemistry with men. He does! Well, yeah. Because he does. I have to say, Archie's, like, story, like, Archie's little section is the most boring for me. Yeah. Except for the bits where Tony was there. Tony, yeah, uh, Tony is fun. Tony! Uh, we'll, get, we'll get to Tony. We're we'll get to there. Tony. It was Tony Dale, guys. It's Tony Dale! She's what? pregnant. She should have been, but still. She's yeah. saying. Yeah, oh, Archie shit. comes Anyways, back. not... Is it time for that? Yes. Yeah, he comes back on the bus. He goes immediately. The first place he goes when he gets back is to Pops, which he, um, he was. No, that's not yet. That's uh, wait, wait. Yeah. Ugh, I have something yeah. to say. I have some. Sorry. Uh, the sign is burned, um, and the theme plays, but it cuts off. <gasps> it's incomplete, and this will come back later because they do play the complete theme, and I am reading way too much into it, but it no, is a thing. When do they I'm play? Sa- I'm saving when he calls out, Jughead. <gasps> <gasps> I feel like a genius for having noticed that. Um, um, also, <laughs> so it's like because that's like that's like because like, Jughead is come it, because to Archie Riverdale isn't home without Jughead. No, but what it um, is that. Is that like in like period in like period dramas and shit and like old, like Merlin and stuff where they make the theme for a couple by um, mixing together the two individual characters' musical themes, and uh, but Archie but it, it's, but it's, theme it's, is the Riverdale theme. Yeah, it, it's just the theme for Riverdale, but the fact that it's incomplete you until Archie is calling Jughead is exile, it's not home without you. We'll be getting into New York by St. Vincent, I'm sure. I also, oh, so true. You're the only motherfucker in the city who can handle me. I love um, that it says Riverda. Riverda! Riverda It's Riverda. Riverda. When I was first watching Riverdale, every time the credits would show up, I would say, it's Riverdale. <laughs> Riverdale. But yeah, so he goes immediately to Pops is the first place he goes, which... Instead he found Tabitha. Instead he found Tabitha, who is, she is beautiful, she's very smiley. Oh, uh, we got yeah, we don't see much of her this episode, but I'm in love with her. She directs him, uh, like, down the stairs, which is the bar, which is now the, the white, white worm. worm. And which is fun. I think that's new. Yes. It and Tony, Sweet Pea, and Fangs are doing a performance of After Dark from Dusk Till Dawn, complete with Snake. Um, We're getting some terrible fake guitar playing. It's really fun. I love it when I play guitar, but I can see how that is. And some adequate fake bass playing. 
They're mm. trying. Yeah, Swifty's doing it. a good job. Fangs, dude, <laughs> the rhythm. You, I'm sorry. It, it's my favorite thing in TV shows when characters like are basically lip syncing to guitar and they're doing a really bad job because I'm like, yeah, yeah. I also notice it when people play saxophone wrong. I'm like, that's not. Uh, the number's amazing. Tony gives us everything. Yeah, but she comes off the stage to talk to Archie. She's very pregnant, pregnant and she's gorgeous. And Sweet Pea looks also really good. Um, And has a shitty little mustache. He, okay, uh, Sweet Pea has sunglasses on, and he looks so fun. Um, And I love Fangs' hair. He looks great. Fangs looks great. Fangs looks looks great. I don't like the mustache. um, I think he pulls it off. His hair looks nice. No, he can do it. I like it. I don't think so. I think he looks good. Anyway. To each their own. Yeah, anyway, um, um, Archie and Tony have a little convo, like, oh, Riverdale, it's, it doesn't feel the same. And Riverd- like, uh, Archie says it doesn't even feel like Riverdale anymore, Aww. bro, the themes that... It's, <laughs> yeah, but he asks Tony who the father of her baby is, and she says, it's a secret for now. She says, be, you can ask, but I won't tell you. It'll be yeah. revealed in 508. Oh. oh. And it will be a big reveal. Who do we think it is? Isn't it probably just a random guy? Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah! Daniel Day-Lewis. I think, by Riverdale. I think it's either going to be Sweet Pea um, or Swang it's Surrogate. It's going to be obvious to, for it to be Sweet Pea. Swang like, Surrogacy. Like, yeah. Sweet Pea a red herring. Sweet Pea's always a red herring. <laughs> Sweet Pea's a red herring. I've seen theories that it might be a, a, a Kang's baby, but I don't want them I to I don't stay want together. that. So no. I, Get rid of Kang's. Kang's is a plague. Abolish Kang's. We need, who could it be? Um, it's so funny that like I had a bunch of like romantic songs about staying together for seven years on my time skip playlist, just in <laughs> case some of them stayed together. <laughs> But the only couple that did stay together is, is Swangs, so now they're just says, all No, Kangs! Not Swangs! Swangs! Swangs is still unfortunately a pipe dream. We love uh, Swangs. If we, we manifest hard enough, Swangs will happen. <laughs> we can <laughs> manifest Swangs. But yeah, uh, Kevin and uh, and uh, Sweet and I said Sweet Pea. Uh, Kevin and Fangs are still together or whatever. But and Kevin says we we stay boyfriends, believe it or not. And like I choose, I choose not, not to, to believe it. I do not. I, I do not. But Thanks for the th- permission to not believe it, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, there is a very deliberate tease to keep you watching the episode when Tony's like, "I thought you were in town because you heard about Pop Tate." And Archie's like, and it's like, what happened to Pop Tate? And at the end of the episode, we see Pop Tate and nothing happened. He's retiring! He's retiring, he's fine, oh. though. He's fine, but he's retiring, which Pop is a, a definitely a monumentous occasion for uh, that would draw everyone back to Riverdale, of course. Um, I'm still trying to think who Tony's, who the father of Tony's baby could be. Maybe it has something to do with the trucks. I Maybe literally, I already told you, it's Daniel Day-Lewis. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> We've figured it out. We're moving on. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, Betty I would like is... to note, wait, um, the Walker ad that played had the stupid push in it. <laughs> I <Yeah>. love the push! <laughs> okay, now on to Betty. Yeah, Betty is in her Clarice Starling era. It's very deliberately a Silence of the Lamb homage. She's running through the woods in 
Virginia or wherever. Running through the woods like who? Like Aaron Dingle, was it? Yes. Yeah. Like like yeah. Like, yeah. Like yeah. Like Aaron from the show Emmerdale. Like nothing else. Like it's literally not. It's not a reference. No one else has ever run through no the woods on television before. Just my best friend Aaron Dingle. It's also no. It's not anyone else. Thanks for trying, but it's not. It's, it's not. It's Aaron Hunter. Dingle. It's a specific reference to Aaron Dingle. We figured it out, Ruby. You don't need to keep suggesting things. <laughs> no, you watch Emma Dale King. But, um, yeah, she's in therapy, but she's lying all the time to her therapist. Who is named Dr. Starling because, um, screw subtlety. I admire that, honestly. I yeah, want to say... I, we didn't I like that there's no subtlety. Tony have now. What? Right, Tony's a counselor Tony's at the, the school. She's the new counselor. Mrs. Burble, and Kevin is a drama teacher. He's gonna be awful. Oh my god! And he looks but... so tired during the performance. <laughs> he just didn't know, like the whole performance. They cut to him like a couple of times. He just empty, nothing behind those eyes. Dead. Dead <laughs> he the, watched dead them rehearse every time, and <laughs> he's like, also Ugh. he's wearing a leather jacket. Yeah, Did Kevin join the serpents? I don't think so. I think he's just wearing. Fangs this jacket. He looks awful. Kevin's <laughs> exhausted. He <laughs> looks like he hasn't slept in a week. Casey Cott is so tired of playing gay. <laughs> <laughs> he wants out. Free him. Kevin coming out his straight arc when? <laughs> he was so excited when he got to kiss Ashley Murray in the Midnight Club. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, him and him, him and Fangs had the most dead kiss I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Kevin always kiss. looks like he kisses terribly. <laughs> Kevin is, okay, oh, I my cool, new theory. Kevin is straight. He was just into musical theater in middle school and didn't know you could be straight and into musical theater. And at this point, it's too late to come back. He's in too deep. He can't. He can't come out as straight. It would be embarrassing. He's been like, with a man for seven years. He can't come out with straight. <laughs> He's just gonna keep lying until he dies. Reverse, <laughs> reverse closet situation. <laughs> Everyone else is in the closet. <laughs> Yeah, Kevin is the only out one, and he's also the only straight character. Yeah. <laughs> Revolutionary representation on Riverdale, yeah, guys. Yeah, this, this is the subversion, the real subversion. Um, Riverdale does representation like literally nothing else before it. Sorry. Uh, Betty is also, she's has a shitty boyfriend who I think is going to be the TBK trash bag killer, which is Maybe a reference to, to BTK. And also the real trash bag killer, who was a serial killer in the 70s. Uh, BTK was also a serial killer in the 70s. It's uh, so funny that they, when they were like, TBK, I was like... I was yeah. like, hey, I know that! Yeah, I was like... Yeah. I watched Criminal Minds. I yeah. watched Mindhunter, which this is also probably based on. Yeah, um, when It's she's, very Fincher-esque. Yeah, she's like doing... Uh, the stuff in the basement and she's like sorting files which like yeah. that's where uh what's his f- holden ford holden. jonathan uh, groff jonathan groff and his friend bill tent <laughs> do their work in the basement um, um and <laughs> it's been taking so long this episode was point. very fincher-esque i don't know why i kept thinking it's, about the social network while i watched it i wasn't right to be doing that but it was happening it took it was, us like 
Yeah, it took us like 20 minutes to describe the first three minutes of this episode. Um, and we have, we have shit to say. Um, we have to go quickly. Betty um, has a cat. Betty is so much cat. gay. Named Toffee. Named she Toffee. named her cat Toffee like caramel because she's insane. She has um, not Betty, that's not normal. She has also, to say. When the cat in the show meowed, my cat ran in, and that was cute. That is adorable. She's living alone with her cat, and she kisses her boyfriend like she hates him. Yeah. Boyfriend's vibes are demonic. Her boyfriend? Her boyfriend is, based on being in three minutes of the show, I'm like, oh yeah, he's the killer. Yeah. He's like, no, okay. Sorry. Rancid vibes. Terrifying. I want to go home and 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 then look at pictures of women and see my cat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so exhausted with her. Fuck also, sake. she. It was so sweet when she after she had her nightmare when she hugged her cat. Oh, it was adorable. It was like, but also, like so um, sad. But like, also, and, like, baby, you need other people. Also, when when Glenn like put his hand on her hand, I was like, "Oh, are they gonna try to tackle sexual harassment in the workplace?" And it was like, "No, they're dating." Yeah, <laughs> they're dating. They're just like that. Like they're so stilted. It feels like harassment. She's miserable. She's deep in the closet. She lives alone with her cat. She was kidnapped by a serial killer and kept in a hole for two weeks. That is a worse problem than the other ones, to be fair. Okay, that's that's pretty bad. Yeah, she has problems and issues, and she's not allowed to go and work, um, like, active cases anymore because um, she's screwed up with the trash bag killer last time, and it resulted in her being um, kept in a hole for two weeks. I just thought of a a little comparison. Um, Betty's um, Jughead's fascination with dead Jason uh, in in comparison to Betty's fascination with... Teresa. Dead girl. Well, yeah, Teresa. Dead Teresa. Who looks Tessa. a bit like Veronica. She is yeah. brunette. She's got, She's got hair. long CW dark hair. Yeah. So I mean, let's. We, I mean, let's not talk about it, but let's just keep it in our brains and think yeah. about it. And, and, the, and this and, show and, is and not like above. Hey, screen. same hair color. <laughs> She was not definitely not above hey same hair color shit. Same so. hair Jason. Yeah, same yeah, hair Jason color was a arguably, major plot point in season one. Arguably to me, uh Jughead to Ethel to Archie, you know, connections, um, thinking. Yeah. She has a nightmare though that like the killer has thrown dead party parts outside her room and her cat is eating them. And then also there's a guy with a chainsaw in her apartment. But that's a real. killer. It's just a dream. Um now, Veronica, um, Chad Gecko, he sure is there. Uh, Chad Gecko! Wait, before we go to Veronica, I want to say, and this is kind of serious, um, I, Riverdale has this issue with making all of their black characters therapists. Um, and, like, I read an article about, like, how TV has an issue with making um, black characters therapists all the time as, like, yeah, you know, mentors and support structures instead mm-hmm. of real characters that yeah. are just there for white characters to bounce their issues off of. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and I think, like, the difference, like, with... I'm, I'm glad that they didn't make Josie do that. It would have been really <laughs> out of character. Um, and I think the difference with Tony is that we are, we're going to see her outside of the office as a character, as a person beyond her guidance counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 
but yeah, I mean, it's just like I I noticed it. It was interesting. Um, Riverdale, brilliant in a lot of ways, shitty at this one thing. Still flawed, made by a white Latino who is not aware of his own blind spots. Yeah, yeah. there are definitely race problems in Riverdale, and they say that they're working on correcting them, and, uh, and we haven't really seen it yet. Yeah, at least just, not in a way that actually inspires confidence that they're doing it. Yes. Yeah. Um, Wait, so can I say one more thing about Glenn, who I hate? Yeah. yeah. Glenn, who I hate. Um, when Betty's like, I'm going back to Riverdale, blah, 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 for reasons, and she tells Glenn to babysit her cat. And um, Glenn tells her to, uh, you know, sort of pack up, clean up the FBI satellite office in Riverdale. He also says, the one where you and your serial killer brother worked that was at. insane. It's like, so yeah. mean. She's your That's horrible, dude. She looked upset, too. Like, she yeah, didn't... of course. It's She's not like, like, oh yeah, and about the guy who killed people supposedly for you that probably made you feel really bad. About the second relative in your life who killed people to purify your hometown. Yeah. Um, Dude. Also, uh, he's definitely gonna kill Toffee. Oh, I don't uh, want Toffee to die. I, I don't like Toffee. it when cats die in media. Me neither. I really hope that he does not I kill Toffee. Toffee has to die, though, because Caramel died. Yep. And it has I to know. Be it's going to be a parallel. I know Toffee yeah. is dear, but consider this, I really love Toffee, and I don't want R.I.P. in advance for Silence Blonde. Well, she's, the cat is not blonde, but Toffee, Toffee and Caramel are both faintly yellow things. She's a, Toffee is an honorary blonde. Yeah. yeah. Toffee, honorary blonde, and also blonde, cat. Toffee, the cat. Yeah. yeah. Um, wait, so we had just got to Veronica's introduction. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Veronica. Wait, can I tell my jug arts joke? Yes. For yes. context, we're recording this on Valentine's Day and uh, Dean Cass' wedding is trending. So I think that it would be cool if three months after Riverdale ends and Jarchi is half canon, but not really, the actor that plays Pop tweets about how they're going to get married at Pop's. Um, on Valentine's Day, and by that point in time, people will have th- become too cool for Charchi, and so they will have renamed it Jug Arch, and they will get Jug Arch wedding trending on Valentine's Day. Uh, That's the so, feature. I think it's really good. Okay. Okay. Yes. Um, I love Veronica Lodge. Um, I like when they were when. <clears throat> Chad and Veronica were sitting at opposite ends of the table. It was very cinematic storytelling. Yeah, it was very Hannibal-esque. Uh, and so were the colors. They were both wearing black and red. Um, but I, th- I think it's a Hiram parallel. I'm not yeah, sure. I don't remember clearly I'm enough. Sure but I think Hiram and Veronica many. sat at opposite ends of a long table. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Veronica um, was the she-wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. And uh, Chad implies that if they have kids, they're gonna name them after themselves. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're, um, yeah, they're basically, it's, like, their anniversary, and they're, like, have a mild argument, um, because Chad is, like, we should have kids, and Veronica's, like, ah. Yeah. I want to do things instead of that. I yeah, she adrenaline of being with the boys on the floor and the. Yeah, they met is trading stocks probably or something. Um, 
and uh, she she likes high adrenaline work or and whatnot, and he's like, ah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want you to be unduly stressed, he says in his evil villain voice. He, yeah. he sucks. He's got an evil bad guy villain voice. The moral yeah. of this episode is that men suck. Yeah. Men the moral suck. Of this episode is that men suck. Literally. This is the this episode was the opposite of dudes rock. Yeah. <laughs> men suck. And especially if dating a girl boss. Roberto Grace Casa misses when men would go off to war and die. Exactly. Um, okay, I, she says it's 2021 now, Chad. Haven't you heard women can have it all? Yes. Just so just true, Queen. Know it's 2021. Yeah. Seven uh, years after 2020. Into the present. It's yes. 2021, which is how it worked in the real world, too. It's fine. It's, it's, fine. it's not a plot hole. That's how it happened in real life. Also, like, that's what he did in Archie's Weird Fantasy. I got, I got it back into the wormhole of reading reviews yeah. of Archie's Weird Fantasy and Weird Comic Book Fantasy and Golden Age. And, like, yes, like, last night. And uh, that it was very, like... Yeah, it's very uh, weird timeline. Time period, like, throughout time periods, it has very, like, things that are, seem like plot holes, but are actually, but are so... Because, like, this can't be a fuck. They're not anyone who's. They're not stupid. I think it's like a we know that it doesn't make sense and we're leaning yeah. into it. Yeah. Um. I lo- then she was in her uncut gems era. It's so good. It's so fun, and it's like it's th- she's fun. not even like betting. She's not even like doing that stuff. She's just working at a jewelry store. She's like, just she's really not- aggressively selling jewelry. Yeah. She lied to Chad and said that she's working at Lacy's. With yeah, what, but she is not. She is very aggressively selling jewelry, like Adam Sandler. Um, she's, uh, yeah, she's. It's just definitely a big homage to Uncut Gems, and it's really funny and unexpected, and I love it. It's so and, good. And Chad calls and gets really mad at her because he is showed up at Lacey's and she wasn't there. Boo hiss. Boo. Um, do we think that there's a possibility, you know? Uh, Veronica had like a miscarriage or something during the accident because like that's what it seemed like yeah happened yeah but then I thought if they were having a conversation about having children or pregnancy he probably would have brought that up in some kind of like horrible blackmail-y way yeah it might be brought up later though I could see that being a thing because yeah but anyway there's lots of talk about the accident which (sighs) is an accident which is ambiguous accident yeah, no, which is yeah, it's not. It's left ambiguous for the moment. Yeah, it's left ambiguous for the moment, but the reveal of what it is is very funny. <laughs> I find it really it killed me. I was cracking up. Um, also, T Dub's moment of appreciation for the rapper, um, who named T Dub's. Yeah, is friends with. Um, <laughs> We love you, T-Dubs. Yeah. I also like, I liked when they were arguing and Veronica was like, you forgot who I am, who you married. I think she, she should have said really, it. Yeah. She was wearing a really cool uh, blazer. Everyone was talking about the um, two-piece uh, white uh, thingy, but I was really fixated on the purple and blue and black blazer. I thought that was really cool. She has lots of good outfits. Yes. 
Someone pointed out that they're kind of like what Hermione used to wear, which is interesting. Yeah, they're very deliberately styling her a lot like Hermione because... She's having um, her shivering moment. She's having her becoming her mother moment. Uh, speaking of which, she does talk to Hermione on the set of Real Housewives, where oh, Hermione... We get, see her, we get to see her do the introduction, Yeah. Ruby did at the beginning of the episode. Um, so, yeah, I loved when she did her thing, she did her little intro, and then the, like, director was like, I wish all housewives could be as real as you. <laughs> it's good! Queen of okay. realism. And also, um, yeah. I thought when Veronica was like, I'm, you know, you forgot who you am, who you married, who I am, who you married, she should have said, like, I'm the kind you married. Think you would be happy I don't think they're allowed to say that on the CW. He's not, not allowed to say that. She's definitely not, but I think that they should let them just once. Just, yeah, <laughs> I think we should give. Slip her the pass. Veronica can, should, and must gone girl Chad by the end of the season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Absolutely. true. What is the next thing? I don't remember this episode. Um, very well. But um, um, Hermione calls Chad an alpha. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Hermione is not giving great advice. Hermione basically says to Veronica's face, he's like, you're you're crazy dad, and that is fine. Yeah. It's fine that you married a man exactly like your shitty evil dad. It's fine. Like, girl, you divorced said said dad. She divorced him and went to become a real housewife. Why would you say to her, yeah, you should say, well, I didn't do it, but you should. Like, what the fuck? It's repeat the mistakes I made. I'm explicitly telling you to repeat my mistakes. Um, and then, so, Chad gives her, gives Veronica a Glamour J egg to apologize. Um, and you see, in you see the it dawn on her face. Like, she realizes that this, she married her dad. She married a guy yeah. who's exactly like her dad, and she's not, she hasn't escaped. Um, she's it's, still the same person she was. She's still being... She's still living with a man who's attempting to control her every Yeah, she's whim. living in a cycle of um She's living in a society. She's living in a society. But then she, she Yeah, she sells the glamour to someone else. Yeah, sells- and it's also revealed what the um accident was, which is yes. their helicopter went down on the way to Marsha's vineyard, which <laughs> I think I think this is an insane thing to know. I've never read or watched a Fifty Shades of Grey movie, but that does happen in Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, and I think the second one, uh, someone sabotages their helicopter in an attempt to kill Christian, and then uh, he comes home to what's her name? Fuck, Anna. Yeah, Anna. Um, and is like, I'm fine. It, it'll take more than a malfunctioning DC Eurocopter DC-135 to take me out. Um, oh it's God. insane. Don't ask why I know that. I genuinely can't justify it, but it's a thing I know. Um, I want to say I definitely think Chad, like, caused the accident. Cut the brake on the helicopter. There might be some sort of flashback. I would like to make another Emmerdale reference. It's, um, it's, it's... Yeah. It's like, a, yeah, well, 
I mean, it's not really like that. I don't think nothing like that. Chrissy White was burning a car and that hit the... Uh, the, the, um, I don't think it's like Emmerdale, but there is an Emmerdale. Because Chrissy White White was setting a car on fire uh, to get back at her cheating husband. When I told my parents um, about Veronica's plotline, my mom was like, oh, like, that's like Kennedy's reference. And I was like, no, it's a helicopter. If it was Kennedy's reference, they'd say plane. Um, but she was very, very convinced. That's also, side note, my mom was really <laughs> distraught when I told her that um, Bughead and Barchi broke up. She was so mad. She was like, it was just one kiss. It doesn't matter. The, yeah. Well, I mean, it maybe it wouldn't if they weren't gay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but she sells the Glamour J egg and she gets the call from Archie. And, that's and she's how wearing her segment she, is. She okay, she's not wearing a pearl necklace in that scene, but her necklace has pearls on it. Oh. Oh. Move on to Jughead because it's Delicious. so important to me and I'm about to okay. go crazy. He's Doug. <laughs> Jughead. Lives? Someone tell me where Jughead lives. Where he City. lives in the East Village. Larisada. The Spanish, anyways, but he lives the Spanish in, um, word for the Lower East Side. The Jews lived when they first moved to New York, and a uh, hundred years late, later, where they more seriously fucked up grandchildren repair, as um, yeah, Sorensen says in Angels in America. He's specifically doing, Alphabet City, which is near mm-hmm. Tompkins Square Park, um, um, and like, yeah, it's because he's so I so like so like because the. Cause, are you okay? What's the Because he had he um he had this crazy idea. That's hey, wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait! I just rem- no, remembered I another fact about Fifty Shades of Grey. The helicopter is called Charlie Tango. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Anyway, back. I don't know. Um. So I, he's there without Archie. It was and it was Archie. Archie gave him that idea in the most intimate than romantic discussion they ever had. Also, this is like him living in the East Village is almost as good as um, Daredevil being set in Hell's Kitchen. And Hell's Kitchen, like when it was first like done as a comic, Hell's Kitchen was like gritty, but now it's like a gayberhood. So. Okay, we really got to get on. So Jughead is there. He's like writing his book and he's going, ah, and then his. He's so and mad. He's in, he's in Alphabet City, his... which is like gay of him. Um, Very. Yeah, and his his, his uh, pretty girlfriend uh, Jessica comes in and she's like, "Why are you yelling, Jones?" She calls him by his Literally, last name, so which is fucking... really good. Um, I also and uh, he calls his uh, agent Sam Pansky, um. Which is likely a reference to Sam Lansky, who is a gay millennial writer for Time magazine. Okay. But his his agent his agent is like an old, stereotypically Jewish agent. Gay and Jewish as fuck of Jughead to have a gay and Jewish agent. (laughs) Really funny. So true. Gay and Jewish as fuck of Jughead to live in Alphabet City. They get hot dogs in a miscellaneous park. Honestly, yeah. Jughead's at his Jewish peak. It's yeah. good. Jew it's had, really good. Jewhead Jew served. Jew had, hashtag Jewhead rising. <laughs> hashtag Jewhead rising. Um, and 
I said um, in my notes, I'm starting to question the long con. I don't think Darcy will be Endgame, but I still love them together. You don't, I, I, yeah, I mean, I don't think, I don't, I don't think any of us think it, like. I mean, yeah, it's never it's actually going to I don't expect it. I don't expect it, but I, I'm expecting some sort of, like, there's going, they're going to be friends at the end. Like, it's not going to be, like, it ends with them hating each other. But this episode did not make me question the long con any more than any other episode. No, I just wrote it down because as a general thought. I I don't know what sparked it. It's like, yeah, it's like, whatever, Bughead and Varchi are going to be in-game. Who actually cares? I don't actually care what is in-game. What's important to me is the subtext, and I think expecting actual gay in-games from a CW show would be very foolish, so I don't do that, but I do think- But in a post-Destiel world. (laughs) In a post-Destiel world. Calling Destiel in-game is generous. That's giving them more points than they deserve. Anything could happen, but I don't think it's going to happen. But, like, for me, it doesn't matter what actually happens. I think I think a lot of... Th- this gets into the fact that I think... Um, I think modern uh, gay media consumers are very... Um, I don't want to say spoilt, but, like, very focused mm-hmm. on uh, the idea that things have to be... Uh, canon or whatever in a way that and we can't appreciate good old-fashioned subtext anymore yeah it's like i i don't know i feel like there there's an argument to be made that it's important for there to be actual canonical representation but like that doesn't mean everything that you like to ship has to be canonically representative of the queer community like that doesn't have to happen yeah not everything that you ship has to go canon for it to be a good ship that you're allowed to enjoy yeah you're right but also um if i like it it's it is canon already yes yeah i think like what i expect from riverdale is to still be capable of making up fake scenarios in my head yeah like like, it's literally just about fake stuff and 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 subtext and what i want to read into it i do not care what actually happens (laughs) yeah Yeah, truly we should get back to the yeah getting back to the actual thing uh but yeah his agent is mad at we have barely described anything that actually happens in this episode by the way um his publishing company is called scribner's i don't know if that's probably a reference to something it's a real thing i'm pretty sure Uh um it's a real company but um also but, wait i noticed among the bottles in his apartment one of them was just an empty ketchup bottle um okay it's not that important but it did i know i noted it it's in my notes but his publisher is mad at him and his agent is mad at him because he hasn't been writing anything since his first book which was very successful and uh, his uh agent is like you could have gotten anything done like a year ago but now you're you're old news people think you're not gonna do anything blah 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 and he can't get a job at the new yorker um, which is what he was trying to do um also when he's arguing with jess uh he expresses basically the idea that uh suffering is okay if it makes good art which fuck you no that's not true like i get that you you've got issues and so you do think that but I am a little bit worried that the show's going to validate, like, he goes back to Riverdale, he suffers, his friends suffer, he writes about it, and then he gets successful. Like, I am a little apprehensive that they've sort of spelled out that he thinks suffering makes good art. 
and that they're going to have suffering make good art for him, which I don't like. Um, I want to also point out his beanie pins are on his lapel. Um, I liked the musical themes of the Jughead section. I thought they were very fun. They're like jazzy and mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. Very he, comes back, he comes back from talking to his agent and um, there's a eviction notice on his door and uh, he goes in and Jessica is packing up her things and she's leaving and she's going to live with Haley who's a friend of hers and who I Haley, assume- Jessica, Endgame. Yes. Yeah, I wrote Jess is leaving him for Haley. Yes. Um, uh, good for them. But uh, Jughead is like, blah, blah, blah. And she says, um, I don't know what you you need, Jones, but I'm not it. Or I don't know what you want, but I'm not it. I don't know what you need, but I know that I'm not it. Yeah. Because she's a woman. Yes. It's because he's gay. Yeah. He is gay. Um, and uh, she's like, there were literal debt collectors pounding on the door. And Jughead's like, what? Um, and, uh, then he goes to a bar, sadly, um, meets Cora Carter, who's, uh, is like, I love your book, it's a very sexy book, and talks about the Viper leader and the homecoming queen, um, and how they're a sexy romance, um, but it's either, it's either he wrote about Bughead, and he just completely misunderstands who Betty is as a person. She yeah. never wanted to be homecoming queen. She's not yeah, homecoming or, queen. Or he wrote about Choni, or he wrote so about fun. himself and girl Archie. Yeah. All of which are fascinating options yeah. to, for Jughead psychologically. And he yeah. explicitly draws parallels to Essie Hinton and the Outsiders. Yeah. Yes. I really do think Jughead fights kids on Twitter for calling his book gay. Exactly. I really Absolutely. do think that's... Absolutely. I, I, I would hope that that was at least something they considered when making the Essie Hinton comparison. I'm almost also, certain. Essie Hinton is a Supernatural fan and has admitted to writing Supernatural fan fiction and was on set several times. What? Sorry. This is yeah. information that forever We can't get into brain. it now. We can't yes. talk about it, but she does have um, a page on the evil Supernatural wiki if you want to look it up. Yeah. Also, so Jughead hooks up with Cora. Yes. Um, Cora goes to NYU, by the way. She's a grad student, English. And we see Jughead's chest tattoo. And it is a crown. And it appears that roses are, like, blooming from the middle of the crown. Um, I couldn't get that clear of a picture. Um, and he is wearing a chain, um, which is so annoying. And I hate him so much. And I love him. Um, but... Uh, that was yeah. really funny. Um, yeah, they he, hooked up. They hook and up. She wears. She comes out wearing his um S shirt, and he's like, "I haven't seen that shirt in years." Yeah, and she asks him to read the her book and give it to his agent. Um, and he realizes she hooked up with him just for this book thing, and he's uh understandably a little upset, but um. Then debt collectors are pounding on the door. Um, and also her book's called Rules of Distraction, right? Yes. Which is Rules of Attraction, Brett Easton Ellis. Yeah. So, so he fucked girl Brett. Brett head long con, I guess, is back on even though Brett's dead. 
there's no Breadhead Long Con, but you know, <laughs> what? Is, thanks. What? Thanks. Thanks for the food, I guess. I don't know what to do with this. It's very random. Kind of obsessed with it. Um, mm-hmm. Fast. It's um, a bit like certain moments of queer bait and supernatural where I'm like, what is, okay, sure, huh? Yeah. Like but, Hannah getting rejected and then coming back in a male vessel and they never mention it again. I'm like, okay, thanks. Okay, moving on. Gay, gay rights. Gay um, rights, I guess. Um, <laughs> and so then uh, Archie calls. Um, Jughead and we get the full theme. The full, because it, it it's not Riverdale without Jughead. And it's not Riverdale for... Archie without Jughead, and it's not Riverdale for Jughead without Archie, and so the whole show is not Riverdale until both of them are there. Yeah. Uh, and and it's, we heard the incomplete theme over the sign I mentioned this earlier, and it's a yeah. connections, thoughts. And we thing. get Sweet Pea's tattoo, we see it, and it says serpents don't shed, which is oh, yeah, not true, but yeah, thank you. Yeah, because we're back with... Um, Tony and Archie. Archie and Tony yeah, this stuff. is actually where they establish um, that Tony is the new Mrs. Burble yes. and uh, Kevin is the drama teacher, which yes. we talked about earlier. But it happens now. Yeah, in it's in this seat actually. Yeah, and Tony mentions she lives on Cloverfield Lane with Kangs, which yes. is hilarious. Um, and um, she's it's- the Serpent Queen, which it would have been cool if that happened on screen. But good for her. Yeah. They don't I'm talk about Cheryl. <laughs> Cheryl's a banned topic. Yes. Um, and we see some of Cheryl because Tony goes to visit Cheryl. Yeah. Ch- um, Choni, uh, Tony went and visited Cheryl a few times. Cheryl is very much, um, she's like kept up in her, her house and she's painting and she's wearing black and it's very dramatic. And she's um, behaving sort of strangely and um she painted this this portrait of tony um and their vibe is is off and also tony like wants to get back together with her even though it's like been seven years and one would think she's moved on with her life i don't like it it's weird Um, for both cheryl and tony to behave this way and i'm not a fan um they also established that reggie is now hiram's assistant Okay. So good. It makes me sad. I, hope I feel he has bad a for re- Reggie. I hope he gets a better job. Me too. I, I hope, hope he, he has die. a redemption arc. A redemption arc. I'm angling for one. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and basically they they go upstairs into pops. Um. Wait, wait, wait. She... Tony's in the flashback says I'm pregnant, and Cheryl says I'd heard that. Yes. Yeah. Very pregnant, visibly. She's visibly um, pregnant. She's Cheryl's in her like we have always lived in the castle Shirley Jackson moment. Um, R.I.P. Shoney is Kevin says that. Hate him. Thanks. Um. Uh, free Tony. Hashtag free Tony. Oh, also Cheryl mentions the Winchester house, which I had a super normal reaction to. Yeah, that scared me. That was a jump scare. Jump scare. Jump scare of the word Winchester. Um, I do think it's interesting, uh, like, the concept of Cheryl feels haunted, but I don't think it's going to be handled well, because at the end of the day, her feeling cursed and haunted is a manifestation of her white guilt, and it's not actually productive for her to dwell on that. 
Um, yeah. And she could be. And you know, I'm doing I'm very, things. Yeah, I'm very nervous that um, this whole storyline is just going to be Tony, um, like, like saving Cheryl. soothing yeah. Cheryl's white guilt. Yeah, healing her 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 white guilt, which would suck and would be. We've already done this several times, and it's bad, and we don't need to do this. And I, uh, yeah, I'm very much not pro. Uh, Shoni getting back together at the moment. Yeah. Because okay. So she's also doing art forgery. That's mm-hmm. like Theo Decker era. Um, and then Tony and Archie go biking together through the remnants of Riverdale. Um, and uh, Tony says that um, Hiram is choking out Riverdale, so people can go to Sodale, which is just Riverdale too. Mm-hmm. Um, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the bus stop? Yeah, the bus stop is burned down. Um, and Archie is uh, the, the mm, what does he say? Where are people going to sit for the bus? Yeah. I love yeah. him. And Tony's um, like, the bus doesn't run through here anymore. Yeah, also, it's sort of, they're doing season two parallels of like Hiram is a villain trying to choke out Riverdale instead of just the south side and now he's doing it to the whole town uh tony is a prominent character etc etc um um always which could be fun in riverdale yeah always a Um, fire burning in riverdale uh Um, you know fire symbolism important to the show um also um archie just picks up a creepy doll and what is formerly pick and spark i wrote that down um and then he hears, like, a dog growl and then a motorcycle backfire. And it looks like he's having, like, a bear growling flashback. <laughs> and it's really funny. It's, like, sad. Yeah. But it's also really funny. Um, also, Tony says everyone that stuck around was either too poor or too proud to move. Um, which I think is interesting. Yeah. yeah. Keep an eye on that idea. Also, n- there's Skid Row now. Yeah. Do little um, shop. And th- she's like, bad things happen here after dark. They call this the lonely highway, which is, um, uh, which is just silly. Um, yeah. Also, uh, the idea for everyone who lives in Sodale is they're going to go to Stonewall Prep. So that's Hiram's on the board. Hiram bought his way onto the board of Stonewall Prep. Yay. Um, Gay of him. Why is it called Stonewall Prep? (laughs) Genuinely? What's up with that? (laughs) The ghoulies return. Um, Yeah, they're living in Archie's house. They have moved into Archie's home. Pop lives. I'm mad. Pop is fine. I don't know what that was about. Yeah, I'm mad we didn't get like a reunion conversation. Hopefully we'll get that um, tomorrow. I mean, next episode, Archie, you know, stands up for Tony and is like, it's all five of us now. Um... And then Tabitha is, like, gay for this lady named Squeaky. And, Grace, do you want to talk about Squeaky? Squeaky. Um, Squeaky is blonde. Her name is Lynette Squeaky Fields. And Squeaky is leaving. She wants to go to San Francisco. But she hops in this truck that is the evil truck from all the promos. It has a freaking evil skeleton on it. God knows why she decided to get in. But her name is a reference to Squeaky Fromm, who was a Manson girl, part of Charles Manson's cult, and also who in the 1970s uh, 
attempted to assassinate President Gerald Ford. Uh, so um, that was for me. Yeah, we don't have much time left, so let's all say bye, and then I can create a little recording of me saying yeah. social medias. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Um, also, Jughead's narrating again. Yeah. yeah. Bye. Bye. Uh, follow us. Katja apologizes for vanishing at the end there and appreciates anyone who noticed they were gone. You can find us on Twitter at Archie's Weird Pod. You can find our Twitters linked in the description of the podcast Twitter. You can find us on Tumblr at archiesweirdpodcast.tumblr.com. Our Tumblrs are linked in the bio there, but if you don't want to do that, uh, all our social media is linked on our card, which is archiesweirdpodcast.carrd.co. And you can email us at archiesweirdpodcast at gmail.com.